Hello and welcome back to another episode of Best Pal Bam. I'm your host, Paul, and this week we will be reviewing What If the World Lost Its Mightiest Heroes? So episode three of uh, the animated series, What If? And joining me as always is Tony. Hello. And Josh. Good evening. We all good, peeps? All good, kid. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right, so let's dive in as we always do. Um, My first note, I, uh, I wrote down is I really like the, the day title cards. I thought that was a really clever thing so, to make it a little bit different from what we'd already seen. Yeah, yeah. To establish um, this was the Fury's Week, wasn't it? So. Yeah, which I thought was really good. Um, first, first casting note um, I would like to make is Lake Bell uh, makes an appearance as Black Widow, as Natasha. Um, yes. Who... Also plays Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. Um, so she's she's doing double duty at the moment. Um, and it was this. weird, like, because it was weird, because at times she sounded just like Scarlet. Yeah. And at other times I, I thought, I recognise that voice from somewhere else. And yeah, I, I will make think it, where it was. like it at all. No, I, I, I wasn't a massive fan. There's one other character that I will pick up on later. Um, but I had the similar issue that sometimes it sounded like the person, sometimes it didn't. Um, but then we move on to the returning characters, or at least one of them to start with. Um, Samuel L. Jackson just brings an absolute gravitas to that character. I mean, I know yeah. we mentioned it at the end of the last, uh, at the end of the first episode when he made his tiny little guest appearance. Um, but here he's. He's just fantastic, and it's exactly what you expect from Sam. He doesn't yeah. doesn't phone in a bad performance, even when he's in absolute no. shit films like Snakes on a Plane. No. Um, <laughs> still a good performance. Um, I actually, after we brought it up with the the trailer, I actually thought the guy that replaced RDJ was quite good. Yeah, I yeah yeah. He, I think he does um, like. Uh, Iron Man voices for like a lot of the animated stuff yeah. uh, because because yeah, yeah, Robert is so synonymous with that character that it's just that is uh, Iron Man's voice. It's kind of like how Kevin Conroy is Batman's voice. Yeah. Like any actor could take on the face, but Kevin Conroy is the yeah. voice. So I think it's the same with that actor. Oh, yeah. sorry, with Robert. Like I was going to say, I just like the fact that we first meet him in the donut again as well. That was quite clever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, then my, my next note is I quite like how involved the Watcher is in this episode. Yeah, we be... see him a few times, don't we? Yeah. I call it involved, though. He's just kind of sat on his ass, just watching <laughs> it happen. But that's what his job is, though. It's the fact that I know, we see him quite I, regularly. I know, but Jesus. I mean, people are dying and he's just sat there. <laughs> Uh, then we move on to another returning actor who's always superb, and that's Clark Gregg. Uh, can't, His, can't get enough <laughs> of that man. Just brilliant, and we'll we'll talk about some of his little things a bit later on. But even just this start bit is—it's just great to have him back again um, with the proper character. I feel like this is this is Agent Coulson again, yeah. unlike what we'd seen in Agents of Shield for three or four years. Um, where his character changed so dramatically over the years that it wasn't mm. really Agent Coulson by the end of it. Um, mm. And as we've mentioned, it seems every week we find one returning actor who just doesn't seem to be able to cope with voiceover work. 
And for me this week, it's Frank Brillo. Uh, Just, he doesn't sound like Crossbones anymore. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah, it sounded like it was... It was a real Disney crossbones, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. <laughs> See, for me, it was a character that we'll come on to a bit later. It was. A, it was someone else for me. It, it just for me doesn't sell what crossbones is meant to be, even like the human version of crossbones yeah, but, but that we he, met. He stood there at the end of that scene, going, "Oh, come on, that's crossbones yeah. would never have sounded like that." I, you know? I kind of agree. He kind of comes across as a bit Flynn Rider. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, and then something else we talked about previously with, with Captain Carter, uh, the fight scene this time makes absolute sense for Natasha yeah. to be like that. Yeah. Mm. It's what you'd expect from Black Widow, perfectly. It's so she animated e- as well. She even gives us a superhero landing later on in the episode. Yes. <laughs> um, which obviously we touched on in our Black Widow review a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. The... The recreation of the shield facility in New Mexico is spot on. Mm. Yeah. It's it's just brilliant. I love that um that recreation of it. It's just lovely. And we'll we'll talk about um New Mexico again shortly. Yeah. And all the other scenes setting the stuff in the rain and yeah. Uh, just beautiful. Okay. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna come on. We again <laughs> when we talked about Nick Fury, we talked about Clint Barton's appearance in that first episode and again mm. Renner really sells it in this yeah and I know he's got a bit of a reputation for being quite laconic at times and and not really kind of hyper involved but he he kind of really does play it well he gives it this. a fair go like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, I really love that and then obviously we get uh Clark's great line uh really great hair and he's gorgeous <laughs> 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 which just uh, which just plays on the whole thing of him being obsessed with superheroes. Yeah, um, yeah. So then we get on to another replacement. Um, and this is the one that, as you mentioned, Tony, you weren't sure with Natasha whether it was her at times or whether it wasn't. Mm. I get this with Betty. Because to start with, mm. I was like, is that Liv Tyler or not? And oh, then she'll yeah. say a yeah. certain... It's, no, it wasn't, because you can quite clearly tell at times when yeah. Liv would have gone kind of in that whispery voice, this actress doesn't. Mm. Um, so it was, it was, uh, to start with, I was completely convinced, and then she'd say an, another line, and I'd go, oh, no, that's definitely not Liv. I, and I did actually, I would have liked it. to see them get Jennifer Connelly back for this one. That would have been a nice flip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um. Then I said it would have been a massive blow if it wasn't Mark Ruffalo. Oh, yeah. Because he is yeah, so yeah. distinctive, even more so than RDJ, um, that if you'd have tried to get somebody else to do that, it would have been a mess. I, lo- I love that first appearance of his with that big grin when he pops his head around the door. Yeah. <laughs> Just, and it, it, it's great that they've redesigned him to look like Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah. Considering it was Ed Norton that played that that bit of the story. In that sequence, yeah. yes, indeed. Um, it was really nice. And they even redesigned the, the Hulk to have the, the hairy chest as well, mm. which I thought was was great, which they gave him, obviously, in Thor Ragnarok. Um, I thought that was really great. Uh, the introduction of the Bifrost, uh, just as beautiful as it is in live action. Uh, I thought that was really great. 
Um, and I also, at that point, I hadn't noticed the destroyer in the background until my fourth uh, box. I did, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I wasn't looking, I was kind of looking at the front because I knew, obviously, the credits had already told us that Jamie Alexander was in the episode. So I was kind of on the lookout for her rather than looking behind. But then by the time I watched it for a fourth time, which normally I wouldn't watch it four times, I'd normally watch it yeah. three times, but I watched it on my own the first time um, because my little boy was upstairs playing video games. Um, he wasn't here. So he watched it when he came down. Then the wife watched it when she came in. And then I've watched it again to make notes this morning. <laughs> um, so it wasn't until that point that I... Um, I noticed that. Um, my one disappointment with this bit was that the Warriors three don't talk. Yeah. That yeah. they're just kind of yeah. hanging around in the background. It would have been a great yeah. opportunity to bring them back in. Well, I mean, in fairness, you can kind of understand why they didn't bring uh, Zachary Levi back. Yeah, I would imagine they probably would have brought Josh Dallas back. Yeah. If they were going to bring anybody yeah. back. But, um, yeah, that was my, my one letdown of the, the whole um, Asgardian group that they didn't get to talk. Um, but I loved Loki getting disturbed by the phone call. <laughs> and Tom's, Tom sells it so well as well. Are you going to get that? I love that. <laughs> yeah, just brilliant. Um, and then obviously we know the next bit, both Rosses are not played by their, their real actors, which I thought was a bit mm. poor, considering he's still, um, William Hurt is still involved. And the MCU. Yes. Um, yeah, I thought they would have been easy getting back, actually. Yeah, and it wasn't just like it was a little cameo. He's in it for quite a bit at that point. Mm. Um, so it's unlike some of the ones we'll talk about at the end, which um, weren't quite so disappointing. As I said, the, the Hulk design is just great. I love it. Um, they did a really good job of replicating the, the live-action version that they've created into to animation. Um. I did say Exploding Hulk is a new one on me. Yeah. That, that, that come out of fucking nowhere, that. <laughs> it was just really that bizarre. Was, it was just grim. That was not, well, yeah. in fact, the, the old episode was so dark. Yeah. I mean, in yeah. fairness, like, the, probably the only way to actually kill the Hulk is to destroy him from the inside out. It's just the fact that there's nothing left of him. He just goes up in a cloud of smoke. <laughs> which, which I, I mean, it's still, it's got to be kept slightly PG, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Until yes, we yeah, get to the zombies. Oh god, yeah, that's gonna fuck yeah. shit up. That. Um, I did say that Jamie Alexander's Sith is very over exaggerated, which works really well in animation. I thought. Um, yeah. I think at well, times it's been a struggle. That, yeah, it was. It's been a bit of a struggle with her at times in in live action. I I wasn't a Massive fan of her appearance in Agents of Shield. I thought she was far too over the top in that. Uh, but this, I um, I think it works with the the animation. Um, and then we get then we get Coulson's password. Oh, that's so crazy! <laughs> but it fits in with what he'd been like with Thor earlier in the episode. Oh, God, it's yeah. just it's just so obsessive, like a proper full on geek. Um, yeah, but I could have done without seeing him sniffing a dead body. That was just... <laughs> oh god, yeah. But it's the fact that that Fury does it as well. Yeah, and he just stands there in the background and goes, mm, "Yeah." <laughs> um, and I have to be honest, at this point, I still had no idea who the villain was. No, 
likewise. No, no they, they do leave it very like well concealed. Yeah, but I think it's also really clever, the whole thing with Hope. Yeah. yeah. It's a great um, plot point. I mean, in fairness, the second that Natasha says it, I was kind of like, right, there's an Ant-Man connection here somewhere. Yeah. Either, like, uh, Scott's met Hope already and, like, she's being killed, so he's decided to nick her dad's technology and go after everyone. But I will admit, I didn't expect it to be who it was. No, not mm. at all. Um, as we as we keep going, again, the recreation of the main street in New Mexico is, is spot on, including the, the coffee shop. Where obviously we yes. we meet Thor properly for the first time on on Earth, um, just great, uh, great recreation, uh, and the fact that it makes you think he's going straight to Captain Marvel at this yeah, point. Oh, I know. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh, go on, go on, just just completely throw a spanner in the works by bringing her back to Earth like ten years too early. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the, my next note was just never trust a Loki. Because <laughs> you just know as soon as he ends up outside there with the destroyer that something is going to go wrong from from that yeah. point. Um, and then it's it's quite interesting because the whole thing of Hope being an agent of Shield, it it does make you wonder whether that she was offered that chance in the in the main reality and turned it down. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Mm, yes, yeah, to be fair, the thing I was thinking of, um, it, I thought it was going to be that Hope had stolen her father's uh, technology or, because she found out what happened to her mum. Yeah. Because obviously mm. her mum and dad were members of S.H.I.E.L.D. and that, and she, so she blames Nick Fury for yeah. uh, her mum's death and she goes after him. So, yeah. But, but the, the twist of Hank is just fantastic. Yeah. And, and, I have to point out that right from the minute that Ant-Man was introduced, everybody has been asking to see this side of Hank. Yeah. The the more malevolent side of him. Yeah. The, the, that we get uh, yeah. in the, yeah, the, the wife beater and the drunk and the drug addict that yeah. we, we haven't yeah. seen. And I have to say, for me, Michael Douglas's performance is right up there with Chad and Brolin's from last week. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. He is just, and what a what? great design. But I'll be honest, I well. didn't spot his name in the credits, so I was surprised to find that it was him afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, really I don't good watch turn. the credits. I, I just, I go on my phone for those thirty seconds because I've, I saw the, the intro in the Captain Carter one. And I thought, well, if it's the same for all, then what's the point in watching the credits? Yeah. But obviously, if you're seeing yeah. the voice actors, it gives yeah. the way. So I'll stick yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Uh, and then, then we get uh, the quite hilarious fight scene uh, of <laughs> oh, Fury yeah. or. Loki, as he as it quite clearly is by the end of it, um, the fact that he thinks he's quite spry for being in a corner office, it's <laughs> just, just brilliant. I love that, and I love the the design of the yellow jacket. I it, it actually for me is probably better than the live action one. I think yeah. they slightly tweaked okay. it, and it, it does look better. I think but, it's just. I a must bit admit, yeah. I didn't twig that it was going to be Loki because. How the hell is Fury batting him away like that so easily? <laughs> We're literally just punching him in the face. Yeah. Um, even though he was tiny. Uh, just just great. I, I do love that. That's probably been my favourite fight scene out of the out of the three episodes so far. Mm. Um, and just the reveal that it is like, and he just goes, hello, <laughs> and just appears. It's just, again, just typical Tom, and he sells it so brilliantly. Um, 
and then we get into what I can only say is a setup for season two again that we've had throughout these episodes. Um, obviously, him taking over Earth, um, <laughs> which is pretty much Loki, isn't it? It's what we've come to expect yeah. from from that version of Loki. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only disappointment with that scene is we don't get the get to see the Wakandan representative at the UN, which I thought was a bit surprising, no. considering yeah, yeah, we yeah. know that that's where the death of <laughs> T'Challa's father is. Um, I thought that was a little bit strange. Uh, and then probably the, the hardest hitting bit is the, the Avengers coffins in the oh, room. God, yeah, that's dark, that bit. With, it, with their logos on the coffins. And you're yeah. like, well, there was nothing mm-hmm. left of Hulk. So there's nothing in there. Um, it does make me wonder how they we, came up with some of those logos, though, because you think about it, um, Thor never actually picked the hammer up. No. Um, who else was it? Um, there's one. There's one other I picked up on, and I thought, "What? Where would they get that from?" Oh, it's escaped me now. I'm gonna have to think. <laughs> um, but then, obviously, we get the the disappointment of. Uh, Brie Larson not making an appearance, which, as I said, isn't a massive one because she says one line yeah, in the whole yeah, episode. Yeah. But um, I did like that scene though, as as it plays out narratively. Yeah, that's where she appears. Is is in the same place as the as Cap's yeah. frozen body. So that's it. Yeah, and I do do what again. I wonder whether that's a setup for season two. Mm. Um, at some point. Um, it could be because they did a, a second civil war in the, the comics between Captain Marvel and I think it was Captain America. Yeah. I, I yeah. might be wrong. It would, it might it would be interesting to see a, a new set of Avengers with those two in it, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And, and I like do wonder whether. do a proper uh, animated civil war, like, but it's comic faithful. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't mm. be a surprise if they don't touch on something like that. Yeah. And it does make you wonder whether this is part of this supposed contract that Chris Evans has signed. Yeah, yeah. Um, that he might make an appearance in season two, because you can you can kind of sell the fact that that was a different version of Steve that yeah. we met in the first yeah. one. But if you're yeah. going to bring us a proper version of Cap, you're going to want Chris. Evans, yeah. Chris, yeah. Um, and as I said, I understand why it's not brief for one line. Um but you would hope that if they do do a proper story with Captain Marvel in the second season, that it's her. Yeah. Um, because and, and it's weird because obviously we get Thor, but he doesn't talk. So yeah. there was no need for Chris Hemsworth in this episode. Um, I don't <laughs> know whether Hemsworth is playing him in the later episode. I think he probably is. Um, because but, part of Thor, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Back, yeah. 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 Um, so, so, yeah. Anybody else got anything to to mention before we uh, go into our final thoughts? Not really. No, uh, no. I just, just as I said, I, th- I was I was surprised just how dark it was because I didn't really imagine that. wasn't quite sure how the story was going to play out. <laughs> I didn't expect that they'd end up the week with five dead Avengers. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a it was a strange one. Uh, the Colson stuff was funny. Clark obviously having a really good time being a, geeking out again, um, yeah. and that reveal I just I did not twig that that's who it was going to be. In fact, for a second I didn't even register the Hope connection uh, until you go but look back at the episode where I think there's a scene where I think Natasha possibly must have heard him 
when she looks yeah. over her shoulder. Yeah. And if I'd have probably been paying a bit more attention there, I might have heard the buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it's very, very different atmosphere to the previous two episodes. Yeah. And so we're going we can they're clearly these episodes, each one is gonna have its own tone. We can see that now already. Yeah. So what the zombie one's gonna be like when we get to it, Lord only knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh for me, my final thoughts, I didn't think it was quite as hard-hitting as last week's. I thought last week's was um, very much a, a different story. Um, mm. Obviously, taking out T'Challa being Star-Lord, being the, the change, um, everything mm. was very different. There wasn't much the same. Whereas this obviously does revolve around quite a lot of what we'd already seen in the films. But it's, we have that one massive change of hope dying and then it's it's a lot of smaller ones as well throughout the episode that kind well, of changes the, fact the course. That the, what, the what if has already happened two years yeah. in the past. Yeah. What if Hope went to um, Odessa? Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Yeah. That that's kind of my final thought. It's basically the what if is not big enough for this one. Again, it kind of echoes what I said about the first episode, with it literally just being the tiniest little swap around. But the biggest swap around that actually occurs to make these new events happen, you don't actually see. Yeah. And I'm not sure if Evangeline Lilly is meant to be in any of these episodes. I I don't think so. I know Paul Rudd is. Yeah, he, yeah. But I'm not sure whether Evangeline Lilly's coming back at any point throughout this this series. Um, And again, touching on that, one of my, my notes was it was just a shame that there were quite a few actors that didn't come back. Um, we get about half that do and half that don't of the, the main names that we already know. And after last month, last episode being a pretty much a full roster, uh, except for one, um, it was kind of a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Um, but the ones that yeah. did come back were pretty perfect, as I said, except for Frank Grillo for me. Um, all the rest of the returning cast, I thought, nailed it. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, not quite as good as last week, but I still think it's better than the first one. Uh, the quality is still higher than that first episode for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there we go. So that's everybody's thoughts. We will be back with episode four next week, which I believe is Doctor Strange Supreme in the uh-huh. next one. Um, Very timely. So, I've yes. got thoughts on this already and I've not even watched it. <laughs> so thank you again for for joining us thank you boys for joining no me no worries remember to go and rate and review the the episode if you like it if you don't like it well that's your problem not ours <laughs> we're never gonna change so um you might well be better off listening to something else if you didn't like it so we will see you next <laughs> week audience <laughs> Well, if we haven't got an audience in five years, then I don't think we're going to get one, are we? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. And we will see you next week for episode four. Night. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast.